Welcome to our daily portion with WIT Ministries. I'm Matt Russell, and I'm the director of WIT Ministries. And at Walking in Truth Ministries, we want to help people to be able to live a more God-centered, God-focused life and uh, in every aspect of their life. So the purpose for this podcast is for us to really strengthen our biblical discipline of reading the Bible. So I'm going to read a scripture every day where I'm going to share a nugget about that scripture. And then I'm going to say a little prayer at the end. And that will be the entirety of our episodes for this podcast. Uh, Please feel free to check us out at walkingintruthministries.org. Or you can also check out our other podcast, which is Living the Wit Life with Walking in Truth Ministries. I hope that this podcast blesses you as much as it blesses me. And uh, let's go ahead and get started with our daily portion. Are you concerned about what the future holds? Are you confident that the retirement plans that you have today will still be secure tomorrow? Let us help you by clearing up the uncertainty. This is Matt Russell, the director of WIT Ministries. Many of us at Walking in Truth Ministries are bivocational, working in our ministry as well as in the financial services industry at WinBig Financial Group. We help people to build a tax-free and risk-free retirement. Give me a call at 817-903-2575 to support our ministry and to secure your family's financial future. Again, Call today at 817-903-2575. Thank you and God bless. Exodus 33, the journey resumed. Then the Lord spoke to Moses, depart, go up from here, you and the people whom you have brought up from the land of Egypt to the land of which I swore to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, saying, To your descendants, I will give it. I will send an angel before you, and I will drive out the Canaanite, the Amorite, the Hittite, the Perizzite, the Hivite, and the Jebusite. Go up to a land flowing with milk and honey, for I will not go up in your midst, because you are an obstinate people, and I might destroy you on the way. When the people heard this sad word, they went into mourning, and none of them put on his ornaments. For the Lord had said to Moses, Say to the sons of Israel, You are an obstinate people. Should I go up in your midst for one moment, I would destroy you. Now, therefore, put off your ornaments from you that I may know what I shall do with you. So the sons of Israel stripped themselves of their ornaments from Mount Horeb onward. Now Moses used to take the tent and pitch it outside the camp, a good distance from the camp, and he called it the tent of meeting. And everyone who sought the Lord would go out to the tent of meeting, which was outside the camp. And it came about whenever Moses went out to the tent that all the people would arise and stand each at the entrance of his tent and gaze after Moses until he entered the tent. Whenever Moses entered the tent, the pillar of cloud would descend and stand at the entrance of the tent and the Lord would speak with Moses. When all the people saw the pillar of cloud standing at the entrance of the tent, all the people would arise and worship each at the entrance of his tent. Thus the Lord used to speak to Moses face to face, just as a man speaks to his friend. When Moses returned to the camp, his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, would not depart from the tent. Moses intercedes. 
Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you say to me, Bring up this people, but you yourself have not let me know whom you will send with me. Moreover, you have said, I have known you by name, and you might also found favor in my sight. Now, therefore, I pray you, if I have found favor in your sight, let me know your ways that I may know you, so that I may find favor in your sight. Consider, too, that this nation is your people. And he said, My presence shall go with you, and I will give you rest. Then he said to him, If your presence does not go with us, do not lead us up from here. For how then can it be known that I have found favor in your sight, I and your people? Is it not by your going with us so that we, I, and your people may be distinguished from all the other people who are upon the face of the earth? The Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing of which you have spoken, for you have found favor in my sight, and I have known you by name. Then Moses said, I pray you show me your glory. And he said, I myself will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim the name of the Lord before you. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show compassion on whom I will show compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face for no man can see me and live. Then the Lord said, behold, there is a place by me and you shall stand there on the rock and it will come about while my glory is passing by that I will put you in the cleft of the rock and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take my hand away and you shall see my back, but my face shall not be seen. This is one of the, the top scriptures in Exodus 33 that I really like. And it's, it's really at the end. Um, I love whenever... Moses intercedes and he he boldly is just he's bargaining he is just like Abraham did before and uh, he he went to him and he said look he went to God and said you've told us flat out that you love us and you care for us and we're your people but it's disheartening if you don't go with us I know you said you didn't you're that you would destroy us if you did but it would be really encouraging for us that you would go with us and I like to picture that part just like a father and and a child I mean imagine imagine how you would feel if you were the the son or daughter of a, a father who said you know what you need to go and you can go do this but I'm not going with you it's almost like it's, it's that feeling of being completely cut off and disowned and Moses just showed him, this is the way that it makes us feel. When you do this, this is how we feel. And I know that's not your intention. But we, we can do that. We can speak to God respectfully, but we can speak to him plainly. That, God, I'm confused. God, I'm, uh, I don't understand. Whenever you allow this to happen, it hurts me. Ask him, please show me, give me clarity, direction, give me anything, understanding that I may know why whatever it is that happened, happened. Nothing's wrong with that. That's not doubting God. That's not turning away from God. That's just flat out asking God, please explain, explain to me. A lot of times people, whenever we do things wrong and there's consequences that happen, all it is is a quick reminder of, oh yeah, that was me. But then there's other times when we kind of 
especially when we face loss and the loss of a loved one and unexpectedly and tragically many times that's when we start this this process and we need to just go to him and say why it's almost as if you're sending me ahead without you coming with me father please come along with me and tell me i need you now that's that first part of this the part that i really love in this scripture is when moses he just flat out asked let me let me see you I want to see you. We're going to have a relationship. I need to see you. And God said, you can't see me. You can't. If anyone were to see my face, they'd die. It would destroy you. However, I will grant you your desire. And um, I'll let my glory pass before you. Glory is, it, there's so much to the word glory. Glory. But in simple terms, it's, it's what are you known for? Like Michael Jordan, he is known for basketball. Now he's known for Haynes and he's known for other things, but he's known for basketball. Whenever you, you hear someone like that, you know who, what they're known for. That's their glory. And so Tiger Woods is known for golf. Serena Williams is known for tennis. So whenever we have someone we understand their glory is what they're known for well i love this god said i will let my glory pass before you i will let what i'm known for to go past you can see that it will be my goodness it will be my mercy and in fact if you go to the fruit of the spirit the fruit of the Spirit in Galatians, it talks about the fruit of the Spirit is, it's a singular verb, and then a whole list comes after that, which should mean that you have a plural. Now, that's not a mistranslation. That's the way that it is. It truly is a singular. The fruit of the Spirit is. And then you've got peace and joy and love, and you've got all these things. But if you look at that with mercy and goodness and kindness... All of those things in the list of the fruit, so what comes off or what is left behind, what springs out from the Holy Spirit, that's the same list that God talks about when he describes his glory multiple times in the Bible. God is known for those things, his goodness, his mercy, his love, his kindness. So that's... God's glory. The fruit of the Spirit is God's glory. God, thank you that you are so loving and caring. I ask that you could just pour your blessings out over every single one of us, that we could be overwhelmed by your love. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today, and I hope that uh, that blesses you, either as an individual or uh, with you and your other loved ones. Uh, maybe this is uh, something that you're utilizing to to spend with your family, uh, some time around God's Word, and uh, of course, that is great. I love that, and I'd love to hear how uh, the Daily Portion podcast is blessing you. If you would, just go to our website at walkingintruthministries.org. 
and um, go on there and just drop us a little note about uh, this podcast or one of our other podcasts or even just check out the events that we have available. Uh, But again, thank you very much and look forward to seeing you again tomorrow as we dig into our daily portion with WIT Ministries. God bless. Thank you.